0: Could be, who knows, there's something to do any day, I will know right away, so Hey, what's up, <laughs> Alexa, stop, <laughs> uh, yeah, West Side Story, hey, here's something fun, West Side Story... <laughs> Is uh, it turns out it's just for eighty year olds, and then, and then a couple of forty somethings and some children, and two children, specifically. As we went to last night's uh, went to a showing of Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. <laughs> Steven Spielberg presents Steven Sondheim's West Side Story. Uh, I'm a big fan of the music. I've never actually seen West Side Story. I've seen chunks of the movie from what 1961 I think that movie came out and I saw the play (laughs) at Niskayuna high school when in 1980 I don't know uh when we were kids my dad was a teacher and the the school a lot of his students were in the production of West Side Story and so we all went and saw West Side Story aside from that my my knowledge of West Side Story comes largely from uh in living color. Remember the parody. Jim Carrey was a Hasidic Jew. Eh, also a thirty-year-old reference, but that's okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm a fan of the music. I love, I love Sondheim. Uh, recently passed away. I love uh, Sweeney Todd is one of my favorites. West Side. My three favorites are West Side Story, Sweeney Todd. And Les Mis. Of course, Les Mis is not Sondheim. But those are my three favorite uh, musicals. And But I've never actually seen West Side Story. I don't even know. I didn't even know how it ended. Uh, so I thought, okay. Well, you know, because the show hasn't been performed live in I don't know how long. You can't find a production of it. I think it's coming back to Broadway next year, maybe. But anyway, I'm sure, I'm sure this movie coming out will kind of sort of revitalize it a little bit. I don't know that much though. Um because I don't know how many people are into it. The people are much, you know, people want to see what what Lin-Manuel is going to do in a musical. That's what they want to see in a musical. They want rent, they want Hamilton. I don't want either of those things, but I get it. Uh Anyway, that's uh, so how I like the music, so we went and saw it Friday night, and uh, <laughs> first we sat down, we got there very early, and it was nice, we normally go to Chunky's, Chunky's is, uh, you know, you sit in old uh, old RV or high-top conversion van chairs uh, that have been repurposed to be theater chairs, and they, they, they recline, and they're not comfortable, but they recline, and they have wheels on them, so it's easy to 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 move in and out of your table. You can order really bad food uh, and have a nice little meal and watch a movie at Chunky's. And the then the tickets for the movie are, what are they, six bucks? It's the food that's that's where they that's where they really get you. Uh, so anyway, it all it all evens out. It turns, I mean, for the for a family of four, it's 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 just like. No matter what, it's it's $75 to $100 to see a movie in the theater for a family of four. If you're buying the tickets and you're buying... Yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, anyway, but whatever. We don't go to the movies that often. So I said, hey, we'll go see West Side Story. Let's check it out. And the kids were okay with that. <laughs> I... Kind of, I said uh, it's gonna be two and a half hours of singing and dancing. We'll see how how into it they are at nine o'clock. And uh, we got there, and I, I kind of first of all we got there before we got there so early that they hadn't even started. You know they have the previews, and then before that they have a twenty minute thing, and then before that there's a there's like a pre 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 show. We got there before, and it was just a black screen. Screen not even black. The screen wasn't even on. the The projector wasn't even on. So we were the only ones in the theater. And I said, oh, this, this could be what it's like. But uh, I, I knew from when I selected the tickets online, I chose our seats. I knew there were some people coming to see this. And eventually the theater did fill up. And every person that walked down those aisles and took a seat was older than my parents. And... Or in that, you know, it was it was all... Like baby boomer age, 70, 60, 70, 80 somethings, from what I could tell. It was, it was not, it was not a, cause I kind of, as we were sitting down, I said, man, I said, what, who even, who even like cares about West Side Story anymore? Like, when was the last time anybody gave two shits about West Side Story? I'm, I feel like I'm the only one who occasionally listens to those songs. And uh, yeah, and Kim said, yeah, I think it's pretty much just, you know, it's just going to be people who are real, like Stephen Sondheim's like people who grew up in the '60s watching that movie, and uh, and sure enough, that's 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 about it. A lot of a lot of uh, lot of let's just say we were the youngest, and I'm not young. My my kids brought that uh, that median age down by by about ninety years, <laughs> uh, but that's fine. Whatever. It's all good. And then I saw a couple of girls who were probably, you know, they were probably like theater kids or something who just came to, came to see. Uh, the one shitty part of the movie was as we were going in, I was holding the door to go into the theater, and Kim said something about how she said, oh, I feel, I feel bad that we're even seeing this. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, oh, because of that uh, Ainsel Schmeinsel, whatever the kid's name is, the baby driver kid. Who I knew so little about this movie, I didn't even know he was in this. And I'm like, who? She's like Ansel something. I'm like, Ansel? Who's Ansel? What is he? The what was he, the producer? <laughs> I don't know. Who's Ansel? She's like the baby driver kid who's in this movie. I'm like, oh, baby driver. He's in this. She's like, Do you do you know anything about this movie we're about to see? I'm like, no, I don't I like I just want to see West Side story. I know Steven Spielberg directed it. So it could be great or it could be terrible. That's all I know. Based on Spielberg, it could be very good or it could be very terrible. Uh, so we'll see. I said, what's this Ainsel guy? You know, oh, and then we, we got our, you know, scanned in, got our snacks, got our seats, got comfortable. And then she turned to me and she said, yeah, so I guess this Ainsel so-and-so, baby driver guy uh, who plays Tony. <laughs> By the way, I knew... Even though I listen to these songs, I know so little about West Side Story. I say that this is my top three favorite musical, and I've never seen it, and I know so little about it that, that I was when Kim was saying, uh, "It's ain't, it's ain't so and so the main guy." I'm like, the guy who plays like he plays Frank. Kim's like Frank. Isn't there somebody named Frank? <laughs> it's Tony. Like oh, I thought his name was Frank. <laughs> I thought the guy's Frank. I don't know. Anyway, so this kid, the baby kid from Baby Driver, is also he's plays Tony in West Side Story, and evidently, he, uh, yeah, he got into he's he's into the he's into the youngsters. He's into the the fourteen year old and fifteen year old crowd. I guess. And had some exchanges with some girls asking for pictures, you know, really, really interacting with his fans on a on a very deep level, I guess. I don't know the extent of it, but it, uh, yeah, it's, I couldn't, you know, as this movie is about uh, high school kids falling in love and the girl playing Maria really looks like she's 15 years old. And so it's kind of weird to watch this. I made a joke during the movie cuz Kim was like ah, look, of course you'd be into the high school girls you pervert. <laughs> and I said I said maybe he didn't know that was maybe he didn't know this was a movie and that's how they got him to play this part. Uh, so yeah, that yeah, I did I was I was thinking of that during the movie like, "Oh, what a what a creep." But if I didn't know that, he still stinks uh i thought the movie was great my kids thought it was really boring we left we left the theater we were driving home and i said okay but did you have okay it's not your favorite it was long there's a lot of boring parts there's a lot of just kind of talk you know i love as kimmy said and i totally agree with this the best parts are when it's you know when it's a big uh a big ensemble uh dance number you know uh Da, 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 da America. Like that one, and they're they're all in the streets and the dresses are twirling and the colors and it's you know perfectly choreographed and all that. When it's when it's the large groups when they're when they're dancing, yeah. Officer Krupke is just I mean, that's a classic. The, uh, America is a classic. Those are those are those are the songs that people who have no idea of West Side story, everybody knows those. Everybody knows the songs. The songs are so popular. Uh, and there's songs that I'm watching and I'm like, God, I forgot that this song was even, Oh my God. It's a, you know, it's like listening to, uh, (laughs) you know, it's, it's like listening to a great album of a, of a great, you know, a great Beatles album or something where you're just like, Oh my God, all these, all these songs were on just this one album. This isn't even a best of, this is just, uh, you know, this is let it be and it has all these songs on it. This is Abbey Road, and it has all these, whatever. And, and that's, uh, you know, that's what, to me, that's what West Side Story is, just like, oh, my God, this, that's, that's also from this musical? This song is, I, I forgot, yeah, wow. And even as a fan of the songs, as it's going through, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about, it. there's songs that I forgot. And uh, everybody's really good. The kid who plays riff is great. Perfectly. I mean, you couldn't have cast a better, uh, better, better person to play that role. Uh, the girl who plays Anita quite possibly steals the show. Actually, like that's like wow, she's great. She's fantastic. The emo- like really emotion, true emotion stuff. You got Rita Marino, who played Anita in the original movie, and she's playing the what's her name the shopkeep. Uh, who Tony works for and uh and she's great. She's uh she's fantastic. Uh everybody's everybody's really good. Like there's no bad no one's bad at this. Except honestly the only two parts that I didn't think uh the girl who plays Maria is great too. She was really good. Uh the only part uh that stunk was was Tony. And I and he didn't stink but he was just like Ooh, he doesn't fit. He doesn't belong. He just wasn't good at it. Not bad, just didn't. Wasn't right. He wasn't the right choice. That's what I would say. Talented kid. That's him singing. You know, whatever. Fine. But God, there was a scene where he's uh, he's acting. I don't know if it's, I don't know if I should spoil West Side Story. The <laughs> thing's like sixty years old. Uh but it was stuff i didn't i didn't know i didn't know what the, i didn't know the ending like i kind of i'm like yeah i know they have a big rumble and i think some people get stabbed but i didn't know who i had no idea what happened and uh you know the jets and the sharks they rumble daddy o in a rumble uh, anyways uh, I, 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 what 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 am i saying here uh yeah he just uh you know pervy pervy child uh, pedo stuff aside uh is he's just wasn't i don't know he's just it's spielberg always goes for these uh these kinds of dudes to play the to play the lead role and usually i mean sometimes he just nails it sometimes it's like wow this is this kid's you know it's great and sometimes it's just like these insufferable these insufferable uh characters that you just you just want them to not be yeah so anytime tony was on the screen it's just like yeah this i there's just didn't fit it just didn't fit that's all i guess that's what i'm saying is everybody else was just so right for it so well cast and then just one little one little miscast, in my opinion, and that's, that's the main one of the main characters, Tony. And uh, yeah, I just never. And it's weird, too. I didn't know that like the timeline of the, of the story itself. I didn't know. It. it basically takes place in the course of like, I don't know, 24 hours, 36 hours, maybe. It's like, boom, the big dance is tonight uh boom the rumbles tomorrow night and then a bunch of stuff happens in between on a on a saturday i would assume and yeah it's like i oh i had no idea the stuff that happens in the end oh i didn't even know that i've listened to these songs many many times but i've never actually seen the show i mean i did i guess again i saw the play when i was probably like eight years old at my dad's high school and had no. I, I remembered Officer Krupke. That was about the only thing that I remembered from that whole thing. And and there was a girl named Maria. Just met a girl named Maria, and I knew that there was a guy named possibly Frank. Maybe Frank, who was into Maria. No, it's actually Tony, as I found out last night. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The world's biggest West Side story fan right here. That I didn't even know the character's name or the actor playing it or even what happened, the outcome of the entire thing. Uh, yeah. So it, but it was great. The, the the musical numbers were great. Uh you know, and it's kinda like there's stuff that I I didn't know when things happened. And so that's you know that song. I feel pretty, oh so pretty. Yeah, they're singing that song, and something terrible has happened. Of course, they don't know that it's happened, but they're singing this song, and I'm, I'm kind of sitting there like, oh boy, this song happens after something terrible, and I, it kind of I didn't know that, but it kind of ruins the whole, uh, you know, the light the lightheartedness of of that whole. I I feel pretty. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's where it has to go. Could you have made a choice as a as a director? Could you have? I mean, I guess it has to go there. I would have. I would have put it someplace. I, I mean, I guess where else can you put it? If it takes place over the course of a day, where else are they going to sing that song? I suppose. Anyway, whatever. Uh yeah. So it takes place. It takes place over the course of like a day and a half. I had no idea. No idea. Um. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, I loved the the big ensemble. Yeah, I mean the, the choreograph the choreography is great, and the dancing's great, and the singing's great, and uh, yeah, there's there's lots of, you know the the set pieces and stuff are pretty cool. Um, yeah, I I didn't yeah, I I, I didn't. Lo- it was weird because and I know he's supposed to do this because it's like they're they're tearing, they're basically you know that neighborhoods being torn down and and Lincoln Center is being built and uh and so the the neighborhood is just is literally disappearing it's turning into other projects and uh you know revitalization projects and so the the people who live in those neighborhoods are being forced out so there's a lot of you know it starts out the first scene is just you know rubble and bricks and ladders and things on the ground and they're you know, construction crews that are tearing down these, these old, uh, these old buildings and houses and apartments and things, and uh, so so it's set against that. So so a lot of it, a lot of it is kind of gray, because there's just uh, you know there's a lot of dirt and debris and you know piles of bricks and things like that, and I've never, I guess because I think of the original movie. Which I always think of that as a pretty colorful film, and this one with Spielberg, the backgrounds and the you know the the settings and things are very gray and you know just rubble and things. And I know I'm sure that was you know that was a that was a choice to highlight because the the outfits are very colorful, uh, particularly the the you know the the Puerto Rican side of things uh colorful dresses and and sheets and things like that um but it's just it the whole thing just has this kind of grayish sort of tone to it which just really it just looks so much like everything that's like everything just looks the same to me it's a weird thing maybe it's something you know like if you lose your taste buds and food all just sort of tastes the same even if you're eating very very different things it's all just kind of eh. and that's what that's what that's what a lot of movies look like to me they just feel like everything you know and i know there's some there's certainly some cg probably happening there cuz they're not in a big i don't know how much of it was a set and how much wasn't um but it just i, I don't know maybe it's just like having better quality cameras and things just make stuff you you just notice how fake everything looks because that's the thing i never even when i watch old stuff like old meaning you know pre-2005 i don't know what old is 20 years 20 years or more right anything prior to the early 2000s and i look at these things before cg was just in everything and stuff just looks it's like yeah that looks real even, you know, going way back to old movies, you know, 50s, 60s, and I see, and it's like, well, that's clearly just a painted background, but it looks, it's so much more believable to me than than CG, it's just, I don't know. There's just something, you know, there was, uh, when they had the, uh, that whole, you know, (mumbles) stay cool, uh, that whole thing." Um, thing, and it takes place on like a, I don't like an old an old busted uh, pier kind of thing and the and the rivers in the, the background. I guess it would be the Hudson River if it's West Side story. Uh uh. uh and yeah, it's just it's like yeah, it's kind of gray and it's kind of just like CG to me. It looked very it just uh, I just I'm tired of seeing like everything just looks the same in movies to me. Uh but there were still I mean yeah but there are vibrant colors the people had vibrant colors and like I said their clothes and things like that uh the the store where Tony worked that Rita Marino's character runs that's fairly dark but it's you know there's some color to that yeah you know whatever but it's uh there's something that just felt I don't know. It's it's. I, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what? Just feels off. And I guess just Tony, the kid, the baby driver kid playing Tony, felt off. And and the and the chemistry. I didn't. Feel, I didn't feel because of probably largely due to him. I didn't feel there was a ton of chemistry there between those two. I just didn't. It didn't. You know, leap off the screen. Um. You know, I I felt more chemistry with Rita Moreno. Uh, looking at a picture of her dead husband but that old broad's 90 years old so she knows how to do this stuff I guess Uh and by the way that was probably my favorite as much as I love the big, the big numbers I love I just love this you know snapping fingers and dancing and talking about knife fights and rumbles <laughs> things like that I, I love it I love that I love all those songs uh my favorite part, though, is uh, Rita Moreno has a solo, and she sings There's a Place for Us. I was always under the impression that that was Tony and Maria were singing that song, and maybe that's true, and maybe that was a creative choice to have her sing it, to give her you know, a nice moment to, to sing that tune. I don't really know, but it was, it was fabulous. Probably the only part of the whole movie that, like, that really moved me which was weird cuz i was expecting because i love all those songs i was expecting to be you know potentially wiping tears the whole time just just being happy to see these songs you know coming alive on on the big screen again and uh, for the first time in my lifetime really and uh, yeah i did I, that didn't happen <laughs> also because a lot of this uh, the baby driver guy his singing hey can the kid carry a tune sure but i just i just didn't feel Ah, it just felt like they're just kind of getting t- for his songs it just felt like okay now now that was the time where you sing a song okay I'll sing a song something's coming something yeah and and it's just kind of like he's just getting to they have to get to it to get to it. it almost feels like Spielberg himself there might be numbers that he likes better than others and so he's just like yeah we have to do this song so we're going to do this song and then when and so some I feel like if I had to guess, Spielberg probably also really loves the big, you know, the Office of Krupke and the America and any of those. I feel pretty, you know, any of the big, the big ensemble numbers that uh, that have some have some movement to them and some life to them, and and then there was then there were ones that I just kind of, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know if Spielberg likes these songs because they just seem like they're. They're in there because they have to be, which was a shame because it was some of my favorite songs that I felt like, eh, like something's coming. That's one of my, I just played it at the beginning of this. That's one of my favorite tunes from that, from that whole show. And it just was, eh, it fell flat to me. It did did fall flat. And it's, I don't know if it's just the direct, the creative choices to present, how to present that song, or if it's just the kid singing. Eh, just didn't, um, but I look forward to seeing it again. I'll probably purchase it when it comes out on digital, uh, just to have it, uh, or or I'll wait and see what uh, what streaming service it lands on, and just go with that. <laughs> uh, but but I did enjoy it. I really, I certainly liked it a lot. I certainly give it a, I give it a. Well, I can't give it two thumbs up because I guess that's that's already trademark. I give it, uh, I don't know, one one full no i'm not going to say <laughs> uh two two what what else two two pinkies two pinkies high in the air oh if, if that's not classy if holding your pinky up isn't classy i don't know what it is so i give it two pinkies high in the air not not super high but pretty high i really i liked it start to finish uh but we as I was, I was starting to say earlier, we left the, uh, we left the theater. We we're driving home, and kids, you know, <laughs> at various points, I could hear them, just like, yeah, making little comments. I was on the end, so I wasn't sitting next to my kids. But Kimmy would laugh every so often, and I'm like, "What's so funny?" Like, no, nah, nothing, nothing. The kids are just bored, <laughs> and so we left. <clears throat> We were driving home, I said, well, did you hate the movie? They're like, no, I didn't hate the movie. I'm like, so you liked – and there's parts that you liked. You you didn't totally hate it. You enjoyed some of it. Yeah, it was good. There were good parts. I'm like, okay. I said, well, what was your favorite part? And uh, <laughs> my oldest said, the, the, the previews for the other movies. <laughs> oh, okay. Which, hey, they were, there were some pretty good previews in there. They had a preview for the new Matrix. They had a preview for the Buzz Lightyear movie. They had a preview for the next Pixar thing. Is it called Red? Uh, a kid uh, turns into a red panda, and then turns back into her. Son. And we were we were laughing during that whole thing because it was. Um, it's I don't know if it takes place in if it's set in China. I think, uh, but anyways, the kid starts off and she, you know it's like a little narration. Like my name is whatever. And and she's very you know she has her certain way of doing things and she she loves cats she's well dressed she's got a very very regimented and we just started laughing because somebody I don't know if Kim or can't somebody said it's Kalen, my youngest I'm like oh my god it is with like the little had a little like digi pet kitty thing and uh, and then and we're just cracking up and then it, and then the next thing it shows is the kids playing the flute which my youngest plays the flute and loves playing the flute. And actually, you know, my oldest played the trumpet a few years ago and just hated it, hated practicing, hated playing it, hated the the instructor. And so we, we, we let them quit halfway during the year because they just hated it so much. Uh, but my youngest is playing flute and absolutely loves it. Comes home on a Friday, last night, all night before, until we went to the movies, she came home from school, was just practicing the flute all night and then would squeal and come running in and show me and say hey look i can i can do the first part of the song i can do the first part of the song and played it and it was so sweet was so sweet oh my god this kid i just want to grab her and hug her all the time and uh and i just she was so proud of herself And i'm like that's great that's great so nice um but yeah watching the trailer i can't wait to see this red this pixar movie because it really every <laughs> every little thing they showed between like just just her very matter-of-factly sort of way and the love of cats and having everything just so, playing the flute. It's like, oh, my God, it's you. It's you. Uh, so, yeah, there were a lot of good a good trailer. There was a trailer that came on, a trailer for some movie, and I can't remember the name of it, that has J-Lo and Owen Wilson. And the premise is that J-Lo is going to... Uh, get married or get engaged during one of her concerts on national television. And she finds out, I guess, that her her partner is cheating on her or some such thing. So he's out of there and she comes out and has the concert and she stops in the middle and she's like, I was supposed to get engaged tonight. It was supposed to be, or I was supposed to get married or I don't even, I don't know. I supposed to do this whole thing, this whole big thing uh, with my fella on TV, but that's not going to happen and then there's, you know, fans are in this concert and they all have signs. And Owen Wilson has this, you know, people bring signs to concerts that say, marry me. And he's got a sign that says, marry me. And she says, okay, and brings them up on stage and they get married. Uh, you know, they legitimately get married and it's like, a you know, it's a stunt. And everyone's like, okay, well, thank you. And, we'll you know, we'll pay him off and blah, blah, blah. But then... Oh, uh, maybe, maybe there really are. Maybe there is something there between Owen Wilson and J Lo, and maybe she just wants to be part of his regular old world. And uh, anyway, and I'm looking at. I'm like, I turned to him and I said, "That this has to be one of the top stupidest things I've ever seen in my life." And then the trailer ended, and I turned to him. I said, eh, "I'd go see it though." <laughs> She's like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, eh, it looks fun. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, so that was, that was okay. Some sad, a bunch of sad ones. Some movie about a guy, it reminded me of that Michael Keaton movie where he's making videos for his son, even though he knows he's going to die and he's not going to get to grow up, grow old and see his son. So he's making all those videos and then he dies. And it's a very sad movie. And, uh. And, um, yeah, this movie is, uh, is a guy's going, you know, he's a military guy and he's writing letters. He's all writing, just writing all these letters to his unborn son and, and it flashes between that and then the future where the son is, uh, you know, watching videos of his dad and reading these, cause the guy obviously died in combat and eh, it just looks very like, oh, that looks so sad. Uh, but then they showed, yeah, they showed the Matrix and they showed some other some other fun ones, some Disney stuff. So, yeah, so the kids said that was their favorite. They said, what's your favorite part of the movie? The tr- the trailers, <laughs> the Pixar and the Matrix and the other thing. And they go, oh, okay, oh, that's fun. Well, would you have a, uh, Kalen, what was your favorite part of the movie? The snacks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any particular songs? No. Okay. No particular scenes? Nah. All right, which is to be expected, because again, the average age of the person watching that movie was probably like seventy-eight, or so it seemed, and a couple teenagers, and then us, and uh, yeah, it was, it was the old, uh, it was it was a senior senior citizens night at the movie theater, which. I don't know. I guess there's is there anything else playing in the movies these days? Because like you know, I know Ghostbusters is almost a month old at this point, uh, which I love. I can't wait. I can't wait till that comes out on on video because I can't wait to watch that one again. Uh, I know that I'm not going to like it as much as I did the first time, but I loved it. I loved it so much. I thought it was perfect. And I'm I'm my biggest fear because that's what happens. You go, you see a movie. You're there. You're. It's like oh, it's a Friday night i'm out on the town you know i've got the what's the what's the brain chemical that makes you happy when you're happy uh what's the thing that they say that you know people are addicted to because they need to see like hearts and thumbs up on their social media and it feeds the is it endorphins is it pheromones (laughs) anyway you know your pheromones are high and uh <laughs> it's pheromones. That's like sex stuff, I think. Uh, anyway, whatever. You're you're watching Ghostbusters, eating Chunky's uh, tacos and nachos and burgers and uh, root beer. So your your pheromones are kicked kicked way into full gear. You're out it's a Friday night, the whole weekend's ahead of you. And you feel good. I mean, you know, that's why I remember going to see the you know, the the, the third Star Wars movie from 2 years ago. And it's a Friday. I, I feel like that came out on a Wednesday night. But anyway, going there, and I remember talking about it on this podcast. Oh, it's the it's one of the best Star Wars movies. It's one of the top ones. It's not better than Empire Strikes Back, but it's a, it might even it might be close to Return of the Jedi. And then, can I tell you how many times I've watched that movie since? And it I purchased it when it came out on on digital. It's on Disney Plus probably forever, that you can just stream it anytime. I have watched it, <clears throat> let me count, uh, <laughs> zero times. I have started it many times, and I've gotten 10 or 20 minutes into it, and that's it. Or I've just let it play in the background, but I haven't actually sat. Unlike the, the first two of the, of the newer Star Wars, I watched those a million times. So, yeah. My time time has not been good to the final Star Wars movie because it's been out for 2 years and I have seen it one time and I loved it in the theater. And maybe there's part of it that I there's a there's a combination of I am not really into this when I'm watching it and I don't want to keep watching it and have it be revealed how much this movie stinks. Uh because I, th- I was even thinking about that last night during West Side Story when I thought of like, oh my god, Ray and Kylo Ren kissed at the end of that movie. They had them kiss. Ugh. Ugh. How tacky. Anyway, uh, whatever, fine, they kissed. Didn't need to, but they did. Because nobody in life can do anything without just completely falling in love with each other. Just like in West Side Story, that's the other thing too. I know this thing's this this tale is a million years old. Sondheim wrote it what in the fifties, and uh, but I also the notion, you know, I there's maybe we're just not as um, it's not that we're not as romantic, but we're not as uh, st- stupid. We're we're more realistic you know people want to fall in love and they want to they want to have that spark and everything but this notion i you know there is this notion that you just like you know on day 1 you fall in love and say tomorrow we could get married and spend the spend eternity together and i think that's silly you know i took uh you know i i had a i had a crush on kim and she had a crush on me and it was a slow build that that friendship built for a year before we even kissed or anything like that before i even like anything and that's to me so to me when i see some story about like and it's two high school kids who fall in love they see you know their eyes lock across the room and then they and they talk for 30 seconds behind the bleachers and uh and then they're like okay let's run away and spend the rest of our lives together and and then they go to the museum they go to the cloisters the next day and have a little nice little day on the subway uh, you know that's fine but uh i i guess i guess there's just i you know to me that kind of love story is just uh, so silly <laughs> it's silly We've known each other for three minutes, and I will spend eternity with you. Let's run away together now. Don't you want to know uh, you know anything about me? like yeah, you know, do you want to know don't you want to figure out like how often I fart in public before you know before determining you want to run away with me away from all my friends and family and just just the two of us spend the time together? like you, you sure you don't want to see? You sure you don't want to, like, go into the bathroom after me and then say, whoa, okay, maybe I don't want to spend eternity with, you You know. There's things to be considered. And in my advanced age, those are the things that I think of so I don't look at these movies of these kids uh, falling in love in, in five seconds and say, like, oh, oh, that's nice. Also, that was the thing. I figured that this that West Side Story took place over the course of, Days, maybe weeks, and the two like spent time getting to know each other before determining that they wanted to run away. It just, it really like they meet at the dance, and they have a little quick chat behind the bleachers, and and then they meet the next day, and uh, you know he comes to her her window. Well, he does come to her, her window later that night, and you know after he sings about how he just met a girl named Maria. And they they talk, and then the next day they spend the day together. And that's great. And they're having a nice time. They're really, they're quite smitten. But it's like, uh, you know, you really want to, you want to, I mean, that's like, that's stupid. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, but I, I love those songs. I love the dancing. I love it all. I love it. I was thinking about it when I... During West Side Story, I guess I was thinking about because it seemed the two of them, uh, you know. And then uh, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it, but there's something that happens, and then and, and it just I I think it's just crazy, and it's this isn't like, this is really I guess goes back to Sondheim, but just to me it's 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 kind of you're watching it and you're like yeah, this was written by a 91 year old who j- just passed away, who I love. Sondheim is just the greatest but it's like yeah of course this was written by this guy a million years ago because that's you know his view on things and it's not a, it's not a bad view or a wrong view it's just like yeah that's it's kind of you know it's an old fashioned romantic kind of thing that you know people you know that's not the reality and that's what Wesley, you know it's a, it's a fantasy right it's a tale you know nobody's having nobody's singing and dancing perfect choreography while they're about to have a knife fight, so yeah it's a you suspend disbelief but uh yeah, there's just some things that as like as a forty one year old I'm like oh, nobody would do that nobody after this person died, and then that's their their react nobody would ever that's not how anything would go they're not gonna sing and dance and after yeah damn. But uh, you know, that's just me being just that's just me being old and grumpy, <laughs> very very old, so old and so grumpy. Um, yeah. So it was great though. Really enjoyed it. Really loved it. And the kids not so much. And then to make matters worse, they came home and I was watching YouTube videos of the of the original movie just to see some of the differences. And Cam just said, "Can we watch?" I, I can't take any more. Uh, can we watch something else i can't hear these songs anymore right now <laughs> Like okay so what we did watch was one of the greatest saturday night live sketches of all time one of my absolute favorites where norm Macdonald is like the gang leader and he's all you know he's all like greaser looking the leather jacket the slick back hair the cigarette in his ear he's like all right the panthers said they're gonna they want to have a rumble and we're gonna have a run. They uh, they got Johnny down at the you know all the all that sort of you know whatever, and uh, like okay, and and Robert Downey Jr. is the host and he's like, we're gonna rumble tonight. whatever he's saying. <laughs> we're gonna fight. Yeah, yeah. Norm Macdonald's like, what what was that? What what are you doing? He's like, what? He's like, that was. He's like, did you rehearse that song? How did you just think of that? Well, I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking about having a fight, and then. Uh, you know, and then everybody's like, and then the and then the Panther Gang shows up, uh, and it's Tim Meadows, and he's like, "Oh, we're here to fight the Cobras," and then and Norm Macdonald's like, "Johnny, get him." And uh, and Chris Kattan leaps <laughs> leaps from behind the garbage can and he's twirling and dancing and like snapping his fingers and Will Ferrell comes out and he's leaping through the air and twirling and Norm Macdonald's like ah oh, ah oh, that's that's not good that's not good oh what are you doing <laughs> Uh it's so funny it's so f- spectacularly funny uh, and then we watched a bunch of Chris Farley YouTube video you know you get down in the the wormhole. We were just watching the kids had never I mean, we we've see we've shown him some of the Chris Farley stuff. But uh Kalen's favorite is still Jim Carrey as the as the hot tub lifeguard with Will Ferrell. Excuse me, sir. Do not splash in the pool. <laughs> I'm not splashing, I'm just sitting here. Sir, please do not <laughs> whatever. <laughs> please do not be confrontational with the lifeguard, sir. Oh, it's fan. it's just funny. Um, anyway, so yeah, so it was, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to watching The Green Knight, which is Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. I didn't even know that had already come out in the theaters, let alone available on digital. So it was like fifteen bucks. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this. And it's a twenty four. I love everything that those guys put out. I just love it. I love uh, whatever hereditary the witch midsummer uh Unc- uncut gems the the lighthouse I, there's just I love a24 and and people are I was reading some stuff on IMDB some you know idiot reviews like it's too slow it's weird it's always but you know I'm like okay that's all I need to hear I'm gonna buy it uh, so I'm looking forward to it because I remember in English literature in college reading Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, and I loved it. I loved that poem. And uh, and just I, I, every once in a while I would think about it, like, hey, I wonder, I wonder if anybody – why hasn't anybody made a movie or something about Sir Gawain and the Green Knight? And in an alternate universe, I would have actually uh, followed through with my dreams and I would have gone to uh, college for film um, – And not Binghamton in the fucking basement of the lecture hall where they teach you all the ways to not make money doing movies. Um, The strategy is to be very poor and try to get a job teaching college at Binghamton so you can have a good income and pension and health benefits uh, because you're not going to make any money making the kinds of movies that we're going to show you how to make. Um yeah, oh boy, so many interesting choices. Anyway, in an alternate universe, that would have been me. I would have just said, oh, how come nobody's ever done Sir Gawain in the Green Knight? I'll make this movie. That'll be fun. But anyways, somebody else did it for me, which the the lazy part of me says, oh, phew, thank God I didn't have to do that. Thank God I didn't have to go out there and make Sir Gawain in the Green Knight. So I'm really I can't wait to sit down and watch that. I'm sure it's going to be very long and boring and I'm going to love every minute of it. Just like The Lighthouse and nobody Kim can't stand to even see that movie and I I fucking love The Lighthouse. Just two old men one old man and a young man stuck in a lighthouse together. Er and they be they be at each other's throats the whole time says I uh oh, love it. And it's in black, and white. Wow, it's great. I have such fond memories of just <laughs> in, the, in the two weeks between jobs a couple of years ago where I didn't have anything to do and just going in the middle of o- late October on a cloudy, I don't even know what day it was. It was a Monday maybe, a Thursday. I have no idea. And just getting up and driving. There was one movie theater <laughs> in the entire region that was showing The Lighthouse, somewhere i don't even remember where it was somewhere in massachusetts i i don't even know where i was i was in andover i don't know i don't know what the hell place andover Haverhill, one of those little fucking places and uh some big huge amc theater which was really nice and uh even yeah even even yeah it was was just really nice um and just me, me and like nine, <laughs> nine other guys who were probably in their six, nine retired guys, probably in their sixties <laughs> watching the lighthouse, which kind of felt like this is, this is so fitting. Cause the lighthouse is a, is a young guy who's stuck in a lighthouse with an old man. And here I am this, I say that I'm an old guy, but I mean, at the time I was 39, it's not old as relative. My relatives to my kids, I'm very old relative. To my parents, I'm not so old. Although, in terms of physical shape, uh, they're probably in their 40s and I'm in my late 70s. So, yeah, I guess I am pretty old. But being in that theater as a youngster surrounded by all these old dudes watching The Lighthouse, I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is a good atmosphere to be watching this movie. Uh, But anyways, I'm looking forward to Sir Gawain and The Green Knight. Uh, I'm done talking now. I'm going to go because uh, there's there's things to be done. It's Saturday morning, and it's time for the weekend. It's time for the weekend to get underway. Uh, so, yeah, I love West Side Story. Um, the parking lot was not very crowded at the movie theater. I always expect that parking lot because we went to the... Normally we go to Chunky's, as I mentioned. This time we went to the AMC, which we hadn't been to AMC in two years. I don't even know the last time we went to the AMC theater. And they have... It might have been that maybe when i took the kids to see crawl that that gator movie which we loved and we were we were the only people because we went to like a 10 a.m showing on a saturday and we were the only ones there i think there were like two two teenagers way in the back of the theater and and us and uh (laughs) i think that was the last time we were there that was two years ago i believe and so yeah it was nice it was nice to go and you know, I love Chunkies for, for their reasons, but I also love going to AMC because it's a you know, it's a proper movie theater. And uh, and you know, Bozos go to Chunkies, you know, while we were at Chunkies watching Ghostbusters and like I I've told you, but it's just sneezing and coughing and little kids and just people talk people think they're just at home watching a movie at Chunkies. And so it was nice to go to AMC and the big, comfy, reclining electronic chairs. Oh, so comfortable. And uh, the insanely overpriced snacks, but it still costs less than ordering a meal at Chunky's. Because no matter what you get, a meal at Chunky's is always going to be $75. It just doesn't matter. You just It's so expensive. Tickets cheap, food expensive. At AMC, tickets expensive, food expensive, but you're not getting, you know, you don't have to order a $15 burger plate. How uh, about two, two bottles of water? two bottles of water and it was uh it was over ten dollars Whew. Whew. and that's why i'm happy to have these things come out on HBO. I i can't wait to see the matrix on hbo max i know it's gonna be cool in the theater but if it's coming out on my phone then i'm not going to the theater just like dune cousin sarah texted me to say that she saw dune in the imax and it was great and I said, I'm sure it was. And I watched Dune on my 4K TV, and it was <laughs> it was whatever. I'm happy that I was on my couch because I would have been sleeping through most of that movie if I saw it in the theater. Anyway, uh, yeah, fun experience. Good to go to the AMC theater, though. Kick up in those reclining chairs. Ah, so comfortable. Have one of those AMC hot dogs that gives you immediate indigestion. <laughs> Like, before it even hits your mouth, the indigestion is already set in. You know, eating pot. That's the thing. Movies, like popcorn, nacho, like movie nachos. Chunky's nachos used to be pretty good. Now they suck. The Mission Impossible nachos. There's like three chips on the plate. I know, times is tough, but come on. Come on. And over at this AMC, it's like, do you want uh do you want one cheese one salsa, or do you want just one cheese? What do you I'm like, oh, I'd like two two cups of cheese, actually. Okay, well, that'll be a dollar fifty extra for the cheese. I'm like, oh, for God's sakes, it's a fucking It's processed goo. It's Gell's. And this is what bothers me. They used to sell Gell's cheese at the store, which is the same nacho cheese that you get in the movies. And then they they took it off of the store shelves. So you can only get Gell's cheese at the movie theater. The bricks. Anyway all right that's enough that's enough out of me and that's my review two pinkies up for west side story i hope you go see it i hope you go enjoy it as i was saying oh yeah the parking lot was empty and i think i couldn't i don't know what else is out ghostbusters is a month old like i said west side story's new you know the matrix there's stuff that comes out next week that's gonna be good and i forgot what you know spider-man the matrix is coming out in a couple i mean there's like the big ones are coming like maybe there's just not a lot of big stuff in the, in the theaters this weekend, which was great. And nobody's rushing out to see West Side Story, which was great. So we had seats away from people, but good seats, and uh, a great, par- great parking spot. The best parking spot that you could find. At 6 o'clock on a Friday, I couldn't believe it, when we pulled into the parking lot. I'm like, where is everybody? This is great. It's like a Saturday morning. There was nobody there. I loved it. Uh, so there it is. Two pinkies high in the air for West Side Story. Hope you enjoy it if you see it. If not, then whatever. And, uh, yeah, here's to, here's to movies kind of being bad, like having options to see new first-run films in the theater. And, uh, yeah, that's going to do it. Happy Saturday, happy weekend. Two pinkies up for West Side Story. Later, Gators.